0: Welcome, Do Your Live Nation, to the Do Your Live audio experience. Very exciting episode. I get to interview VP of Marketing from the Content Marketing Institute, Content Marketing World, Kathy McPhillips. Had a great opportunity to sit down and chat with her a week before their largest event of the year. That's right. Content Marketing World typically attracts 4,000 people from around the world to Cleveland, Ohio for a week's worth of networking, education on content as a strategy. Kathy said, and I discussed moving the event virtual and some other tips and tricks when it comes to content marketing as a strategy. Give it a listen. Let us know what you think. Share it with your friend. We're now on LinkedIn Live. Cannot wait to share that good stuff with you. And once again, thanks everybody for listening. Wow. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Do Yo Live marketing show presented by iSynergy, and I have a very special guest today. Kathy McPhillips is the vice president of marketing of basically who started it all, Content Marketing Institute and Content Marketing World, which I am a huge fan of. I've modeled my little Do Yo Live world after the Content Marketing Institute and CM World model on a much smaller scale and it is such an honor, Kathy, to have you with us today. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I'm so excited just to talk about CMI. And I have my orange shirt on, but you can't even see it. There you go.
0: We, we nice got one. the top we got uh, the top. I thought
1: I was going to dress up for this. I'm like, you know what? I'm wearing orange. Our event's coming up.
0: Absolutely. And we're going we're gonna to jump into it. Let's just start there. Let's start with Content Marketing World. And the reason is is that it is literally right around the corner. We're talking next it week, is. right?
1: It is. It's nice to step away from the madness for a half hour and spend it with you. So, yeah, it starts next week, next Tuesday. And, you know, thousands of people are joining us for a virtual event. And I'm just super excited that they are because, you know, a time right now, I think all of us need community and need to be together. And it's not the same. And I'm the first to admit it. But just that we can all see each other online and learn and be together. Um, and I think one of the biggest things I love about what we're doing this year with the content marketing world is we're not trying to take, content marketing world as you know it and make it into a virtual event or creating a new virtual event that will be like content marketing world. That, I mean, it's, it's nuanced, but it, if we're not trying to fit something that doesn't fit virtually and make it work because it's just not going to. There's so much content there's so much going on. So we've done some really cool things. I'm proud of the team.
0: I'm excited to see that. And for those of you that do not know this, okay? So to our audience that this is new to you and Joe Polizzi, founder of it all yep. and author of several books keynote at Do Yo Live, has basically formed the conference, a world-class conference, one of the top marketing conferences in the entire world. 4,000 people at its height from around the globe come to Cleveland, Ohio for a week worth of networking, getting access to just some great, amazing speakers from small to mid-sized businesses to the most recognizable global brands in the world, all ascending on Cleveland. And then obviously in, in our current state of affairs in the Every hundred years, that there's a global pandemic, we now have to move this to a virtual type of event. And Kathy has been responsible for a lot of the growth that's behind Content Marketing World and Content Marketing Institute. Um, I hope we've I did. Got, we've I got a big team. That the service that it, it deserves, by the way, with Content Marketing World. Right. And Pardon me. It, I hope I did it deserve the service. You did. You did. You did. It's It's an amazing event.
1: That's great, but there are twenty-one of us that work on the team, so it's certainly not me. But. I do, I do, do as much as I can, you know, to make it work. And, uh, so yeah, so the first year was in, this is the 10th year. So in 2011, Joe and Pam Polizzi were hoping to get hundred people to come to Cleveland, to go to the Renaissance hotel, to, to talk about content marketing. And when 660 showed up, they were like, we might have a thing. So it's, it's grown since then. And you've been, you've been with them, uh, since the start? No, since 2012. Okay.
0: And, and primary day-to-day responsibilities at Content Marketing Institute, um, what does that look like for you?
1: You know, my two biggest goals are to grow our email subscribers and to grow our event attendance. So anything I'm doing revolves around those two things, whether it's working with our audience, growing our audience, working on some content marketing pieces with our editorial team, paid advertising, community management. Although I don't do day-to-day community management, I work with Monina Wagner, who does that for us. And we strategize in the best way to reach our community and just kind of everything else marketing related. You know, I oversee, I don't necessarily do it all, but I have a team that, you know, we do it together.
0: And, and the thing I love about CMI and content marketing world is that you, you know, not some people preach the mantra, but they don't necessarily live it. You, you build the audience through the content, bringing them value. It's, it's obviously showed the growth of the email list and it showed the growth of the conference and, and CMI as well. How has content as a strategy changed from twenty twelve of kind of what was working then to twenty twenty where there's just a lot of new mediums that have been thrown into the mix and, and growing in popularity and, and by the way, you know, we we've been around long enough that like what was cool like 10 years ago is now cool again in, in 2020, right? So,
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I think just you know in twenty twelve we were doing our ebooks getting leads from ebooks and growing the list that way and just doing some things that are you know some traditional print or digital books written content and while that's still working like you said it's kind of coming back around um it's you know we have the podcast now and we have more video and we're embedding things um in our blog posts where normally it wasn't you know we didn't have the video to put in our blogs and we didn't have you know, we didn't have Instagram stories. We didn't have all these things that we're doing now. And while our core audience really, really wants that that written content on the blog, people, just, some people just don't want to digest it in that way. So we're repurposing a ton of stuff in different ways.
0: Right. And do you see, do you see now, like, you know, at one point in 2012, it was very blog-oriented driven. And, and I'm still very blog-oriented driven because I can, can control the feed of how I digest the information. Video, right. to me, I have to wait until... A minute, two minutes, three minutes in to kind of get to the point. And being a skimmer and a scanner, I still result back into that. But there's now this just how much of your audience likes the podcast and how much your audience likes the video. Do you need to be able to come up with that pillar content, repackage it in all those ways to basically hit your audience?
1: We're having this conversation right now internally, actually, because we're looking at doing something new in 2021 and we're like, all right, what do we start with? Do we start with a new podcast or a new education program that we then can turn into written content or do we do the written content and then put it all together to make an education platform? And it's just like, we need to talk to our audience to say, what do you need right now?
0: That's a a key ingredient to your growth is that you've listened to your audience for the past decade.
1: Yeah, and then what do we have the capabilities to do? We know, what are our strengths? If our strengths are writing, which we know for many of our team, it is, can we take that and do it justice by putting it on a podcast? Maybe it doesn't make sense because we don't have—we're not all Robert Rose. We can't all or Joe Polizzi. We can't just jump on a podcast and do this, but we can write it, you know. And so we want to make sure that we're putting our best content forward in the best way that we know how.
0: And and, and you've got a significant webinar strategy as well, like two webinars per month. That is. Fairly aggressive. I've produced over 80 webinars in my career, and I've actually right now, whether it's client-related or for my own business, I average you know, at least one a month for my own business, and then I've got client obligations, but you know, that's obviously a, a pretty healthy schedule. Uh, webinar as a content, though, uh, strategy is still a very viable option probably for you guys as well.
1: Well, it's great for us for a couple things. One, it gives us, you know, built-in content, you know, because we're, we're finding these thought leaders and these um, subject matter experts working with our sponsors to get that content out there. We've got a really, really solid program. We're actually up to three a month right now. Wow. Because, just, because our sponsors are asking for it. I mean, once, once March hit, they said, okay, we're not having in-person events. We do need to generate some qualified leads. Yep. Can you give us a webinar instead? So we need that now. We can't wait till October for the event. Let's do some things building up to it. And two, um, it gives us information about our customers. I mean, it is a lead gen form for us. And we know that if we get people to attend a webinar, to subscribe to our emails, and do one other action, if they're taking three or more actions with us, they're 10 times more likely to come to our in-person event. So while we don't always want to be sell, 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 and push them towards, but we're a business. We're still trying to run a business. So we do want to make sure that we can convert some of those folks into then paid attendees for the event.
0: So we're going to gonna kind of do the pivot transition into the promotion thing right now. How's that sound? So did, when, when COVID hit and everything, the world turned the opposite direction into this, hey, we have to deli- figure out how to deliver our content online and we have to connect with our audience. And now we got webinars and the things that you've been preaching for a decade, right, seemed to become how everybody all of a sudden started thinking, more on the Mastros about I need to deliver my content and give it away for free somehow and then need to figure out what to do with it. Was, Was outside of that coming into content marketing world, the physical event, much of a change for CMI as an organization
1: in terms of content delivery or did the space just
0: get more crowded?
1: Well, it for sure got more crowded but I think what one thing that we are really good at and I hate like touting myself and touting, our, but we just kind of, when everything happened, we just kind of stopped and said, there's so much noise, there's so much online content. Everyone's trying to get a piece of these folks and there's you know, only so many content marketers and marketers in the world. We just really need to be careful on how we're approaching them and we wanna make sure we're providing the most biggest value to them. So um, we did things like we changed this, our strategy for our Twitter chats. So it wasn't necessarily about creating content it was more about what do you need right this second so we really pivoted to what our audience needs and we we're talking about and they were still relevant topics it was about demand gen about you know using your voice on you know doing more video doing more audio things like that so i think we were just trying to get in there and just and also just give everyone a second to just breathe you know we didn't want to capital we just not want to jump on it and be like all right because we're not salesy that's what content marketing isn't salesy we kind of have built this whole company on the notion of being its all about relationships and everything and not so much about sell, sell, sell. Um, but you know, the definition of content marketing, it ends with a profitable customer action. So we do, you know, we do do that, but we just went out to our people and started building relationships and nurturing them and just saying like, what do you need right now? Right. And, you know, that was what we did on our Twitter chats, what we did on our blog.
0: And, And that, and then that's the segue into the virtual conference that's taking place next week. And I want to make sure that all of our audience knows all about it because you've been exposed to this on our regional level. Um, You've got to get the content marketing world. you got to get to the virtual event. Kathy, go and tell them all about how they can sign up and we'll make sure that we put that in the show notes and get it out to everybody.
1: Um, it's contentmarketingworld.com, super easy. You can learn all about the event. We have got an awesome agenda planned. We have speaker, speaker bios, abstracts on sessions. You can dive in and do your homework if you want before you register. Um, you can use McPhillips 100 to save $100 off your pass. And I think what I'm most excited about, I'm, I've watched some of the sessions because we are pre-recording most of it just in case um, AWS goes down again or Microsoft goes down that are attendees can still watch the sessions, but we have live AMAs with the speakers. We have tons of networking opportunities. Actually, two of our um, community members have said, can we jump in and help you? Because we we need each other right now. And yeah. what can we make sure that we can find these spaces to even sit on Zoom or, um, or network with each other? Because while it's not the same as being in person, right now we're all just craving that community. So I think that's what, really what I'm excited about. And then, I'm even trying to think of things as far as like getting our sponsors involved. You know, we're all looking for new tools and technology to constantly help us and make us ever our, do our jobs easier. And the booths we have set up with our sponsors are pretty phenomenal. And they're giving away like these ridiculous prizes. One's giving away a Peloton bike. So, and I was like, so we can't win that. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, but I just think it's pretty cool that they're like, you know, what, not only what does this marketer need right now, but what does this person need right now? Like right now right. we're like, looking for ways to stay fit and you know, have our mental health as well as our physical health. And so it's awesome.
0: I, I, you know what, that, that is fantastic. I, I wholeheartedly appreciate you before the, like one of the busiest weeks of your year coming on, giving a quick interview with us. We wanna have you back. I, uh, so I, I'm gonna do this in closing. I, I think I got like another minute with you and then we're gonna get going. So I love having, I love the fact that I get to have incredibly smart people sitting on here and I get, to, I get to pick their brain, right? And we've done over 300 episodes of the Do Your Live Marketing Show. So I'm super excited, I was just awarded, I feel like I was awarded like a Medal of Honor, but I was awarded LinkedIn Live. And right. yeah, and like, so I was an early guy, I was an early person that got awarded LinkedIn Publisher and took advantage of that. And obviously when platforms have something new, you know, it, it's a prime time to build an audience. If you're me, what type of show do you, do you produce for LinkedIn live? This right here, do, do we just do this? Like, is this value?
1: I think so. I don't know if you follow Alan Gannett on LinkedIn. Oh, or... Absolutely.
0: Alan Gannett was a keynote uh, in 18, 2018 and I met him at CM world in 2017.
1: Just what he started doing was finding some smart voices, whether we knew them or we didn't know them. Um, And just interviewing them he actually i was on for a few minutes during one of our events and i was like oh my gosh i'm on ellen's linkedin and then he called me and he said you're our highest viewed um the one we've done so far and then like a week later he had mark cuban so like my i was out out. as number one um and then you know what morning brew is doing with their linkedin and it's not linkedin live right well maybe it is linkedin live but i mean it's just two people sitting together talking and brainstorming and learning from each other i just think that's so cool all you know, right always I, nuggets of stuff
0: i love the real i love the dress down that's why i do what i do that's my thing like i just love talking to people and like picking your brain and getting the nice so i'm gonna run with that everybody pay attention content marketing world the virtual version is next week we're gonna get this out to you thank you kathy mcphillips for dropping on by today and i wish you all much much success next week uh and we'll hopefully see you
1: there virtually. awesome thank you so much
0: thank you bye-bye